Welcome to Shadow Work. What the fuck? If you've been thinking, uh, what the fuck is Shadow Work and how does it help me? You're in the right place. This is your go-to podcast that will answer all your questions as well as give you the tools to dig into your shadow so you can set yourself free from the bullshit holding you back and finally start manifesting that juicy as fuck life I know you've been dreaming of. I'm your host, Caitlin Hosking, the shadow work queen and coach to fierce as fuck women who want to heal their shit so they can drop the self-sabotage and take control of their futures. I know shadow work can feel a little bit scary, so if you're new here, don't stress. I'm here to demystify the spook and bring some fun to the heavy. So get ready to learn, cry, laugh, and finally understand why the fuck you do what you do so you can quit playing small and start manifesting those big dreams. So without any further ado, let's jump into this episode. Welcome back to Shadow Work. What the fuck, my love. Today, I have a pretty short episode for you. And I just wanted to give you a really clear overview of how to actually do shadow work. So this is one of the questions I get asked a lot because it's like, okay, well, you've told us like about judgments and you've told us how it's playing out and blah, blah, blah. But like, okay, what the fuck am I meant to do with that? (laughs) And this is the episode. I really want to go over that with you because it's such a powerful process when you do it, but not always an easy one. And so I'm going to give you all the tools or not the tools, but the framework that I use. And so you can start using it. However, please note that your ego, your mind, all of these things will create resistance. Sometimes it's really hard to fully do this process because that resistance is so big that you can't actually get through every step because it's like, I can't possibly see that. I can't understand that the mind creates confusion. Like a lot of these things can happen. So while I'm giving you a framework, please don't ever end up in a space where you feel it's not working for you or something like that, because the mind will play lots of tricks on you to stop you doing this work. And that's why I'm here. So if you find yourself getting stuck in these loops or it's not working for you, please don't just dismiss shadow work come and ask me, send me a message, whatever you need to know, come and work with me. I have lots of different ways to work with me. And so we'll find out a solution that works for you. But without further ado, let's talk about how the fuck to actually do shadow work. First of all, we need to look at your triggers, your judgments, your patterns, your beliefs, whichever one works best for you. We've talked about judgments and triggers the last couple of episodes. So if you're like, yeah, I can sit down and straight up write all of my (laughs) triggers and judgments out. I know what they are. I know what pisses me off about other people. I know what I judge within others and within myself. Just start to write them down. And I think I've said this before, but you don't have to just work on every single thing. Okay, just work on what's relevant, (laughs) work on what's relevant on what's holding you back. Um, It could be a pattern in your life and you're going, I keep saying I want to make more money, but I'm not making money and I keep sabotaging it and I'm not making I'm not, you know, putting any savings away and I just keep spending it, whatever. You can use something like that that feels like it's actually affecting you. Binge eating is a big one I work with. Binge drinking, sabotage in business, whatever, just Just work what's relevant for you or what you find is constantly coming up and just start to list it down. Yeah. Then start to ask why. Like, why is this a problem? What's underneath it? What's really bothering me about this? Where did I learn that? Where did I learn to do that? And who from? 
What am I actually afraid of? Another one is what's the benefit of me doing this? What's the benefit of me consistently spending all my money? And there's going to be so many little things. And for each person, it's really individual. And this is why you've got to do your own shadow work and not just listen to what I've said and what shadows have come up for me. Because we all have different upbringings, right? And different things that have happened. So your experience is going to be different. What's, what scares me about making money is not going to be the same thing that scares you about making money. Yeah. And so as you start to kind of just dig under these things, instead of just seeing it for what it is, you dig under and then you get to the root of it. You get to the root part or as close as possible. It, and like, guys, I want you to always take this as a framework and it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. If you're like, I don't know if that's the root. Is it the root? Should I work on that? Blah, 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 blah. Like maybe just work on the part of you that overthinks everything. <laughs> whatever but it doesn't have to be perfect you can work on like any single part that if that's as far as you've gotten amazing okay so you find the root of the most obvious thing and then you find the gift or the lesson in this part yeah so maybe you're working with the imposter part or the perfectionist or the failure or the selfish or the selfless or whatever it is you want to find the gift in that part and the lesson finding the gift and the lesson is what gives you a embodied reframe and embodied shift that often just it's like a breath of fresh air <laughs> that's the easiest way i'm gonna put it you kind of you're like pushing against something you're resisting it you're resisting it you're like hate it it's bad it's always bad it's the worst thing ever it feels unsafe and then you learn the lesson and you find the gift that you need for you and it's like that resistance just and you're like, this is okay. I actually feel okay. I feel safe. I, I'm good. And then you're going to own it. Got to own that part. Yes, this is a part of me. Until you truly own it, it's still in the shadow. And by truly owning it, I mean, you let others see it. You can say it in a group. And this doesn't mean you have to get on social media and tell it and scream it from the rooftops. Even if you just tell one person or a group of people you feel safe with. Hey, this is something that I've been really struggling with that feels really vulnerable. Can I share it with you? And share it with that person. Let them give you empathy, love, acceptance. And you'll find that that part will integrate and you'll stop being afraid of it. You'll stop judging it and you'll stop judging it in other people. It'll stop holding you back. So step one, look at your triggers, judgments, beliefs, and patterns. Step two, start to ask, why is that? What's underneath that? Where does this come from? How does this benefit me? Number three, find the root of that part through those questions and identify it. Number four, find the gift or the lesson in that part. And number five, own it. And maybe owning it starts with you just saying it in the mirror. I am selfish. I am a failure. I am confident. Sometimes it's confidence that's in the shadow. We'll talk about that in a later episode. So an example. Recently, 
I had a lot of anxiety coming up around my business, a lot. And it was almost crippling, almost crippling. And I woke up every morning feeling really anxious. I was overthinking things and feeling really unsafe. And I was like, what is going on? And so I I stopped and I said, okay, it's not, you know, this is just surface level. This is just what's triggering in my body. What's really going on here? And I started to ask why, why am I feeling anxious? What thoughts are coming up? What, you know, and I got to this belief that if my business fails, then I'm unworthy. I'm unlovable. And so the part that is in the shadow is around failure. There's a part of me that believes that if I am to fail, I will be unworthy. Failure in the shadow. Success. Ego says it is safe to be successful. It's good to be successful. It is unsafe and unworthy to be a failure. So I'm constantly trying to run away from being seen as a failure because it doesn't feel safe. Yeah. And so... When I went in and I started working with this part of me that is a failure. I said, well, what's the gift? What's the gift in being a failure? And what came through was that failure is always taking me or leading me away from what's not for me. What needs to die in order for me to step into my next level, to what I really desire, to my power, to all of those things. And so the part of me that has failed again and again and again, which we all have, is not unworthy. It's neutral. And in fact, it serves me. And if people are to look at me and say, you're a failure. Well, yes, I am. I failed many things. But I'm also really successful. And having a business or not having a business is not the determinant of my worth as a human. I looked at a few other ways because I like to really kind of reframe things a lot. I looked at, okay, well, if someone else's business failed, would I think that they're shit, that they're unlovable, they're unworthy, that they're never going to be successful in anything else they want to do? No. Would never think that. Right? And so when I found these gifts and these lessons in this failure, it meant that I didn't have to keep trying to run away from it. I didn't have to keep feeling anxious all the time. That was my business is just one label of a very multifaceted human I am. It's just one thing I'm doing. And I've done many things in my life that I've attached my self-worth to. And stopping or failing or leaving any of those behind didn't change who I am as a human. It didn't make me any more or any less. And it was just like my whole nervous system was like, I can relax. I feel okay. I feel like I don't need to keep being anxious about this not working out. And I can actually do what I need to do and not overdo it, not overwork, not overgive. I can reset my boundaries I can do what's right for me. And since then, the anxiety has dissipated. And, and that's a gift. Like, 
I could have lived feeling anxious about losing my business for years. I could have kept making decisions out of scarcity and fear, never being fully present in my life because I'm so scared of what people will think if my business doesn't work out. But now it's like, that's okay. It's okay if it doesn't work out. It's okay if it fails. It just wasn't for me. And I get to move on and live in my life in the present. Yeah. Another example. I think I've done this one, but I'm going to do it again. Around not being smart. So I come from a very academic family. Very, very academic. And my my family are pretty fucking smart. (laughs) Yeah. And it's really highly valued in my family to be educated, high achieving, all of those things. And so... When I started to want to run a business, it was this fear of not being seen as smart enough, not knowing all the answers. Because I've taken the meaning of my family being well-educated and very smart, that if I'm not that and I'm seen as stupid, then everything will fall apart. Which is not true, right? This is just the meaning I'm assigning it. Which is the same as you. All the things that you're assigning meaning to, that you're saying, you know, if this happens and this will happen, you have no idea if that's going to happen. <laughs> like, and even if it does, this allows you to be like, I, I'm okay if it does happen. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to be seen as stupid. So I need to be really well qualified. I need to have the degrees. I need to have the certifications. I need to have all the experience before I can do my business. And so I just kept learning and learning and consuming so much. I consumed so much about learning business, marketing, sales, how to coach, you know, stuff about mindset, nervous system, psychology. I was consuming 24 hours a day, deeply afraid that I would miss something. And so I was never digesting. I was just trying to take more and more in out of fear. I wasn't even enjoying it. I was resenting it. And I wasn't running my business because I wouldn't take on clients because I was afraid that they would tell me I was stupid. And so I started to do the work around this part. And as I went in and it was the funniest thing ever because I went in and I do this thing. I do this visualization. Yeah. And I meet the part. And so as this part, the stupid part, like, stepped out she was dressed as britney spears from hit me baby one more time and she was like <laughs> hi i was just like oh why <laughs> i don't like it <laughs> right because that in my brain my judgments are like someone who's got blonde hair and is like really ditzy and talks like that and you know appears a certain way i'm gonna judge them and create separation And not like them for it and whatever, because it's triggering the part of me that's afraid to be seen like that because I deem that as stupid. Because I deem that as stupid, I deem it as unworthy. So she steps out, my whole body's like, I hate you. (laughs) Why are you like this? And I started talking to her and I started doing this process that I do with all of my clients and that is part of this, right? And so I'm I'm talking to her, I'm talking to her, and then it was this why make you curious, right? All of your curiosity comes from your fear of me. And so I've really helped you excel in your life and to fit in with your family. 
and to be seen in a way that you see you see is safe. So the gift is curiosity. And I was like, that is a gift. I like being curious. I enjoy that part of my personality. I like to know things. But now it doesn't have to be, I have to know it. And if I don't know it, I'm, I'm rejected. I'm never going to make it. And so now I have the freedom to go and do bigger and better things. Because I'm not afraid of someone seeing me as stupid. People may see me as stupid. That's okay. Stupid to them. I'm smart in the things that I want to be smart at. I know the things I want to know. And if I don't know, I can use my curiosity to go and find it. And so it just, it took so much away around my judgments, around my fears, around my triggers of being seen as stupid. And so as you do this work, look at what's coming up in your life and dig. Yeah. And if you download the uh, journaling shadow work prompts, you will get another little gift in a couple of emails after that. That's my shadow work integration meditation, which is the exact process I just went through with that stupid part and finding the gift and doing all that. And so if you want to do this work, then make sure you grab those journaling prompts, which is going to start to unearth a lot of this stuff anyway, which is step one. Then asking why, finding the root, and then finding the gift. Once you've done all that, go and tell someone, hey, I'm afraid of people seeing me like this. I just need to share that with you. If you don't have anyone, message me. I did the work on this part. I need to tell someone I am stupid. I am this. I am that. And the more you say it, the less you're going to feel this charge around it. Because you're not just stupid, right? That's the other thing. It's like, if I say I'm stupid, it means I'm only stupid. It's like, no. It's like saying I am smart. You know, you're not only smart. You're lots of other things. I am compassionate. I am empathetic. I am this. I'm a bitch. I am selfish. I am selfless. I am, I am, I am, I am. But really, we're not any of those things. The point of owning it is just to take the charge away so it stops triggering you, so it stops being a shadow, blah, blah, blah. Cool. So that is how you actually do shadow work. The most important part is that gift. Because until you find the gift in the learning, it's still going to feel triggering in your soul. Yeah. Well, the gift in the owning part. You will feel an embodied shift. And by that, I mean, you'll feel you'll go from contracted around this to being able to breathe and everything relaxes. When you feel that contraction go into relaxation, you're on the money. You've found it. And if you can't find it again, that's why I work with women day in, day out on this, because it can be very hard and your mind will not want to find it. It won't want to find the gift. It'll just give you confusion, blur, blackness, nothing because it feels so unsafe. And sometimes we have to take some different routes into that and do different subconscious work and different embodiment work and all of that. And I have lots of different tools to use with clients when we're not able to go straight in and shift it. And so if you are struggling, please reach out, ask me, I can put you in the right direction. Even if it's not working one-on-one, -on -one, I have lots of other programs that can help you with this. And one of those is Ignite. 
waitlist is in the show notes. So make sure you join it because that's going to give you all of the other tools that I use with this. And it's going to give you a four day immersion where we will really deep dive into a lot of this stuff and you'll have opportunities to be coached by me and to really be able to integrate in a beautiful way. So jump on that waitlist, download the journaling prompt because you will get that meditation in a couple days as well. And if you have any questions, just DM me or send me an email and make sure you share this with someone who you think it can help. Apart from that, that's it for this episode. And I'll talk to you all on the next one.